Hello, welcome back everybody to the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast. It's your host, Josiah. So glad to be with you. Excited to get into um, the book of James today. So if you like to follow along at home, now if you're driving, of course, you're just going to have to take my word for it. But uh, wherever this finds you, wherever this podcast finds you, and um, I, if you're able, open up to the book of James. And um, we're going to be in chapter one, so it's an easy find. We're going to be talking today about um, the scripture. You probably know it, be doers of the word, not hearers only. A lot of us are familiar with that. And so um, I'm, I love it because this is a challenging scripture. Um, it brings into tension some other things in the Bible. And so I'm excited about today's episode because um, we don't want to just cherry pick on our uh, podcast here. We want to get into the, you know, we want to take in the whole of scripture, Genesis to Revelation. So um, I'm excited today. So we're in chapter one, verses 22 through 24, and uh, usually we take a verse, but because we need to complete the thought here, we're doing 22, 23, and 24, okay? So it's not usual for us, but um, I think necessary. So reading from the ESV, starting with verse 22, it's, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. Okay. But be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. All right, now this is an interesting verse because, um, for one, it's very challenging (laughs) I can't speak for you guys, but I love to be a hearer of the word. Okay. I love the Bible. Love to hear it. Do I always love to do it? <laughs> oh, man. And it's so challenging because I love to read in general. And maybe I have some book lovers listening right now. And But also maybe you love movies and music. I mean, just taking stuff in like that. It can be so enjoyable. And rare is the movie, the book, the piece of music that by taking it in, you're challenged that unless you also obey it, unless you do it, then you don't really get what you're reading. And a matter of fact, you're doing the wrong thing. I mean, that's, that's steep, you know, and it's a challenge to me that that's what the Bible's saying, but it's good too. It makes me feel like it's real and not a game. So I'm excited about that, you know, but it's just so challenging. So let's get that out of the way. So I don't feel like verse 22 is too hard to understand, but be doers of the word, not hearers only deceiving ourselves. The only way you could keep reading the Bible and saying, I love hearing this, but if you don't do it, then you're just deceiving yourself because you obviously don't love hearing it if you don't love doing it. Woo, challenging, all right? But then 23 and 24 are not obvious to me. At first they seem like they are, but they're not to me. For if anyone is a hearer of the word, not a doer, he's like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. In the ESV, there's a period there, so end of story, that if you hear the word only but don't do it, you're just like someone who looks intently at your, fa- your natural face in a mirror. Because when you look at yourself, uh, 24, for he looks at himself, he goes away, and at once forgets what he was like. I have to say, um, it's not, like I say, it's not entirely immediately clear to me. Now, I've had to do some studying on this one, and I preached on it maybe sometime last year or something like that, a couple months ago. 
or more than that, but yeah, probably sometime last year. And so I had to look hard on it. And so only because of that, I began to get some kind of clarity. on. I mean, you could make some assumptions like, I guess if you look at the Bible, it shows you who you really are. And I guess it shows you to, it shows it to you in such a way that unless you just disagree, like you could say, okay, the Bible's saying I'm this way, that I'm a sinner in need of a savior, that God is sovereign and I'm not, and so on. You could say, though it says that, I don't agree, so I'm just going to put the Bible down and walk away, and, and that happens. But for a lot of us, we read it, and it just seems like it's reading us. And so we're like, okay, there's so much in this that I just believe it. I trust it. I don't even understand it all, but I trust it because there's enough in here. I know enough to know that this is there's something to this and it includes me like I'm not excluded from it it talks about the human race and about my soul and about the future and and all this to where I can't just excuse myself from it so then I say okay if I see myself and I see especially God as he's displayed in here especially Jesus then it's not the sort of thing I can walk away from and not do something about. I mean, I'm going to live for the rest of my life knowing that I'm not doing something about it. And so I suppose that, you know, with the mirror image, it seems to me that you, you look in the mirror and you look at your face, but you'll be back soon. Isn't that right? When I get up in the morning, I, you know, you look in the mirror, even if you don't really want to, you kind of have to get yourself together for the, uh, for work and what have you. And, uh, but you'll be back again. You'll be back tomorrow. For instance, you'll look in that mirror again to see what's going on. And I suppose that James, it seems to me into some of the, uh, commentators that I've read that if you look, or in other words, just hear the word, but don't do anything about it, it's not staying with you. You're not taking it in. It's not real to you. You're deceiving yourself. Does that make sense? Now you, there might be some other opinions out there, and I'd, I'd be open to them because to me it's not an easy picture we're being given here, but that seems pretty sound to me that if you're just a hearer of the word, it's the sort of thing that if you hear it, you would do it. For instance, if you were sitting in a building and someone who seems like they knew what they were doing, like a fireman, yelled, there's a fire in this building and you need to get out, you can't hear that and not do anything about it unless you just don't believe it. Does that make sense? And I, the Bible is being presented in the same way here. If you hear it, it's the sort of thing that if you actually heard it, you would do something about it unless you deceive yourself. Okay, so pretty cool. Um, a little bit of a deep point, but I, I think we get it. I think we understand it. Let's go on for a little bit of context to see if it changes it or not, because 25 goes on with the same thought. So verse 25 says, but the one who looks into the perfect law, he's referring again to the word there, just calling it something different, the perfect law, the law of liberty and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. So as usual, I think James, he says this um, elsewhere in his letter, he says that um, faith without works is dead. You can say you have faith, but if you're not acting it out, there's no life. You don't actually have a living faith. And I think this is just another aspect of that. Because if you were to look perfectly into the law of liberty and you persevere, you stayed in it and do it, you're going to be blessed in that, in your doing. In your hearing and doing, there's a blessing. In just hearing, there's nothing. There's self-deception. And I just worry about us. I worry about myself. I worry about our culture because we're big hearers. 
We're big podcast people. <laughs> we love a podcast or eight, but do we love doing what we're hearing? That's tough. That's tough for me. I got to think about that and work on it. All right. Um, where can we see Christ in these verses? Can we see Jesus in these verses? We always, we often ask that question because Jesus said all scripture points towards him. And yeah, I mean, this even, as most of the book of James does, this even sounds like something Jesus would teach, doesn't it? Um, he would say, like, he'll say, at the end, there'll be many who say, Lord, Lord, didn't we cast out demons in your name and do mighty works and so on? And he'll say, depart from me, I never knew you. Right? Um, he also said, uh, even more succinctly, he said, if you love me, keep my commandments. You know, if you love me, you'll do what I say. So there it is, you know, him, the living word saying that if you, to know him is to obey him, to know Jesus is to love him. If you don't love him and obey him, then you don't know him. You don't love him. Isn't that crazy? It's just crazy to me. Oh, well, I probably am saying it too much. All right, guys, uh, great episode today. So glad to have been with you. Um, love getting into the word with you and, and love these challenges here. Love these challenging scriptures. It just keeps us from turning the Bible into a hobby. All right. Uh, looking forward to our next episode together. See you guys soon. Bye.